You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. coming in guys it has been a while maybe what two three weeks since you last heard our voices as always i am michael terrazas welcome to the blue stable official blue stable youtube account you already know i'm gonna be the hype man for everyone in here because my guy that i'm about to introduce has no energy at all so i gotta introduce him destin adams what's up man yeah, what's up, guys? I wouldn't say I don't have energy. Um, I just like to be myself. Um, sometimes Michael likes to go a little bit over the top, but that's okay. None of us uh, are going to give him too much crap about that. But the biggest thing is, guys, the Blue Stable is here. Um, we've been gone for too long, like you guys said. Man, this we're just excited. We're excited to get going. We're excited for this to be a reality. Um, but we have so many other people here today, guys. Um, next up is my guy, Rashad. How are you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good, man. Thanks for the introduction. Uh, no horsing around, of course. We still represent it. We still represent Blue Stable. We still represent Power by Horses. You know, we all a family. We look forward to bringing y'all some content. Like you said, we wanted to get this started with a group thing so you guys could get a feel for all of us. And then next week, you know, we'll be splitting off into individual shows, but still giving you the same great content, just giving it a lot more often. 
And I have my co-host from No Horsing Around, Stephen. I know. I'm here, too. Like Rashad said, super excited to be back. And like Michael said, it feels like it has been way, way, way too long (laughs) since we've had a chance to talk to you guys. So kind of getting us all under one roof at the Blue Stable. We're super pumped to kind of go through this. Last time Michael and Destin did one, it was insane. So kind of prepare yourself for the way this one's going to be, too. And we've got some more people in here, too. So, I mean, obviously, we got our boy from Culture Shock. I'm going to let him talk now. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Marcus, from Culture Shock. Appreciate the opportunity to be here. Here with my guys, the Blue Stable, man. We got a lot of content in the future, man. I'm so proud of us, man. And let's go, Coast Nation. Stand up. Let's get it. And we got another person with us today, my guy, Mason. What's going on, Mason? What's up, guys? Uh, my name is Mason Roach, and, you know, I'm new to the Blue Stable. Uh, I'm one of their writers, and so I got the opportunity to be here with the rest of the squad, and I'm excited to be here because, you know, we got a lot of fun things happening, and today's going to be a great day, guys, and I hope you enjoy it. Absolutely, guys, and we are your crew for the Blue Stable, a great, great tandem of writers we have, content creators we have, and today we're going to kick off the first episode of the Blue Stable era with a mock draft. Guys, we are, what, two weeks away from the draft? So I'm going to have Destin explain the rules. Uh, We have a format going. There's going to be six of us. So, Destin, I would like for you to explain the rules to the people listening. That way they are caught up and they know when to call us on our stuff if we're not doing something right. <laughs> yes, I mean, it would be so unlike us um, if we were being unorganized, because obviously we're always a pretty organized bunch with Michael on the scene. Um, but I just wanted to let you guys know a little bit about what it looks like that we're going to be doing here. And the draft order for us today is going to be, we're going to have Michael starting it out, and then we're going to have Steven And then we're going to have Marcus. And then we're going to have me, your best host here, Destin. Um, And then we're going to have Rashad. And then we're going to have Mason, our writer. And then we're going to be running that through one through six over and over again. Each person gets one trade and one trade only. And they cannot trade with a team that they are also controlling, even if Michael wants to cheat. That is not allowed. By the way. So. We're going to get this started with the first pick and hopefully the easiest pick, and Michael doesn't mess this up. Number one overall, the Jacksonville Jaguars are on the clock. All right, look here, okay? I have gone back and forth about this pick. Uh, I've really gone back and forth about this pick. I I really want to take uh, Kyle Pitts because he is the best player in the draft. But I just don't think that's realistic. So I really want to take Kyle Pitts, but I just feel like everyone is going to murder me on Twitter for it. So I am going to unfortunately go with Trevor Lawrence. Look, man, we, I, I love you as a man, but we're, we're going to have to whoop your behind uh, this, this year and for the rest of your years in Jacksonville. So Trevor Lawrence is the first pick of the draft. I'm just going right in. We're going right into the second one. Right? Right oh, yes. Okay. So, I've got the second pick. Destin said it's a super easy one. And if you probably had asked me a week ago, I probably would be going with Jamar Chase. But with the trade that took place last week with Sam Darnold headed to Carolina, 
it just seems too much like it's connecting the dots and Michael's going to freak out. And if you're watching it on YouTube, just, just enjoy this. I'm, I'm going to have to go Zach Wilson at two. What is so special about this? <laughs> All right, man. So two quarterbacks off the board already. And with my pick, I think it's time for another quarterback to go off the board that the 49ers do need. They do need a quarterback for sure, in my opinion. So I think the best option for them to probably go with is to roll the dice on Justice Fields. Yeah, I think Marcus may have drafted better for them than they actually are in real life, but we're not going to get into that yet. Um, So, I mean, three straight quarterbacks. Up next, we have the Falcons. And you guys at home might be thinking maybe we have four straight quarterbacks off the board. Um, That's not going to be the case. Um, I think Matt Ryan has some good amount of time left here. So I'm going to go best player left on the board and my number two overall prospect in the entire draft. I'm going to go Kyle Pitts. Um, I know their problem is defense there in Atlanta, but I think a guy like Kyle Pitts here just makes an already great offense. And and some people say the best defense is offense. Amen. Amen. Uh, with, the fifth, with the fifth pick in the 2021 NFL draft, the Cincinnati Bengals select Panay Sewell out of Oregon. Uh, we got to get Burrow some protection, man. There's no real deep, thought of buying this we saw what happened some last year and we expect him to make a full recovery and be ready for the start of the season but he's going to start it now with a 10-year anchor at left tackle a guy we won't even have to worry about you just put him there and, and you don't even think twice about it he'll be Joe Burrow's starting tackle for however long he lasts in Cincinnati for the sixth pick the Miami Dolphins select Jalen Waddle. Ooh. So, okay. Um, so, so we want to break down every six picks is what we're going to do. Man, that last one. Right. That last Mason, Mason trying to Coming in hot. start some wars over here. But we'll break, we'll is- break down the first six for you guys. No trades. Um, so far, we have going first and second, just how we expected, Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson. Even if Michael doesn't like it, that's where Zach Wilson's going. Um, number three, we have Justin Fields. Four, we have Kyle Pitts. Five, Penny Sewell. And six, Jalen Waddle. Marcus, I'm going to let you start. Wh- wh- which of those picks stand out to you? Uh, definitely the Waddle one. I mean, that's that's a power horse. Like, the, for the Dolphins, it's a team that's already – high-powered on offense, I think them getting a guy like Waddle would be a good fit for sure. And it definitely probably would take a lot of people for a surprise as well if they do get him. So I like that move as well. If they get him, that would be dope. So my question for Mason would be, why Waddle over Chase? I'm not saying I'm completely against it because I think if Waddle wouldn't have lost his second half of the season like he did he'd be closer to being my number one um that injury just has him behind chase for me but i love waddle's game but why waddle over chase one when i was i was looking at my mock draft you know that i have here on my phone and the computer picked different people than you guys picked and so obviously the computer it wasn't showing me jamar chase because they already took him and so i was thinking all right I'm not even worried about Chase. I'm looking at Devontae Smith and Waddle, and it was either one of them two or I was going to go Rashad Slater. 
And I was like, nah, Waddle's the move because his ability to be a deep threat and his blazing speed, I feel like he could really help the Dolphins out. And he could also play slot if they really needed him to because of how fast he is. Uh, two, <clears throat> two things about the first uh, six picks. Uh, Marcus, I want to tell you that was a phenomenal pick. Picking Justin Fields at number three, I feel like he definitely is worthy of that slot and not the other guy that we're hearing rumors of who may go this round, who may not. I won't even speak on it until he does. And Mason, that was different, man. That, that Waddle pick, I'm not I'm not against it because it gives Tua a familiar face as well. And I think that's gonna that would be big for him to see a guy. You know, Devontae Smith was rumored there for a long time. We heard all the way immediately after the national championship happened. We just heard Miami's gonna take even as early as three, which I thought was crazy. But getting him a familiar face, we saw him struggle last year. I think that's gonna be big in his development if he was able to see Devontae Smith or Jalen Waddle. And, and those guys being used to the way that two quarterbacks the game. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm pretty on board with what Rashad just said. I mean, a lot of people were thinking about Devontae Smith, but clearly that's, you know, it doesn't surprise me that that's the assumption right after the season, especially when we don't remember who the hell Jamar Chase is. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's wide receiver number one for me in this draft with Atlanta. I really don't uh I, I don't hate that pick at all because even though you know you would want to go defense I just don't think there's a defender on the board that warrants being taken over a guy like Kyle Pitts and with Julio Jones going into his 30s already in his 30s you know you got to go ahead and uh secure that number one guy Calvin Ridley see a number one guy possibly but you also want to keep a really good trio or duo there for whenever Julio Jones decides to retire uh for Again, the, the Jets pick, I Zach Wilson gets a, a, a first-round grade for me, but I just don't think he's better than Trey Lance. I don't think he's better than Justin Fields. I just don't see it. I think I don't think he'll have much success at the next level, uh, although I do want to give it time. Mike, Mike let me ask you a question. What's up? Who do you, uh, who do you compare as, who do you compare him to, Zach Wilson? <laughs> so I'm not going to fall into that uh, trap again. No, I'm just curious. I'm just curious. No, no, no. Uh, I don't even remember the question. So moving on. Uh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, wait, wait. No, Michael, I can help you. You're my co-host. <laughs> I want to. I want to be able to help you when these times of need come out. So Rashad, what Rashad For asked, right? Yeah. What Rashad asked was, who do you compare Zach Wilson to? And if I remember right, Drew Locke. Yeah, our, I said Drew Locke. Yeah, I said Drew Locke. It was uh, the audacity. You had the audacity to compare Zach Wilson to Alex Smith. Very bold. Very, very bold since they play pretty much oppositely. Um, but that was who it was. So just so you remember. Oh, my God. I just want you all to remember that Alex Smith will actually have a better career than Zach Wilson will ever dream of having. Hey, so Alex, Smith, Alex Smith coming out of the draft, though, 2005, I mean, he was the number one ranked guy outside of Rodgers, and he actually had mobility back then. Now, so see, if, if thank Mason, you. I mean, I Mason, guess y'all forgot how Alex Smith actually if, performed if can, in the if playoffs. You them, the if you compare and, them coming out of the draft, it makes way more sense then than if Michael were to say, all right, Zach Wilson looks like Alex Smith, how he plays right now. But that's, well, that's not fair. Alex Smith has one leg and a shin for now. Yeah, yeah, the problem. I, mean, yeah. I looked at Alex Smith in San Francisco, in Kansas City. 
I literally went back and I watched Zach Wilson. I said, who does he remind me of? I didn't think of Dak or Russell Wilson or anything. I literally thought of Alex Smith because of his accuracy on the run, because he's able to throw from the pocket. And obviously, Alex Smith probably got even better once he got in Kansas City with Andy Reid. But people forget how good he was in San Francisco. That's something we need to get straight. He but was me, good in San Francisco. But the he problem, but real quick. The same way Zach Wilson would. He was but real accurate. Quick. He would throw the ball. And real, he, okay, go ahead, Dustin. Okay, real quick. But the problem with it is a player comp is supposed to be going through the play styles of players. I mean, Alex Smith. How do they not play alike? Now, now they listen to me. And run, I'm gonna, able to listen run to me. And... Listen to me. And I'm going to tell you. If you look at one of the biggest strengths for Zach Wilson, it's because Zach Wilson has a camp. Like, like that's the problem with this comp is because that is such a huge part of being a quarterback and a liability in Alex Smith's game is he doesn't take those risky plays that Zach Wilson did in college. Doesn't and, push the ball down. And, and he doesn't do it. And the for, pros and, are much different than college though, Destin. And, but name a player that in who college. Who was the best name defense a, real that quick. Zach hey, Wilson hey, threw hey, against? Name, I don't care. Question. I don't care. Houston? It doesn't matter. It's not his Houston? fault. The question that Dude, you need to answer. Was no, listen, Michael. Michael, listen to me. Michael, we need a moderator Michael, between listen. Destin and Michael. Well, we first do. of all, first of all, I want do. it to be known. First Honestly. of all, I want it to be known that Rashad brought this up. The second, but and also Michael just doesn't like to let people argue back with him. He likes to just overly go. But I'm not going to let that happen here. In my point, now the issue, the question. The, you didn't let me ask the question actually. Um, Rashad the, asked me, and the question is: Name me a quarterback that took risks in college that goes to the pros and just stops. That, that doesn't happen because it's a mindset thing in quarterbacks. If, in, if a quarterback is willing to make the risky throws in college, they're not going to just all of a sudden stop when they get to the next level when it's more important. This is money in their pocket, Michael. They're, they're going to keep making those big money throws because those throws make you the big bucks. Look at Mahomes' contract. It's ridiculous. That's what I'm saying. Like, he's not going to just stop right. and become this, an Alex. Okay, Justin, I hear you from one side of the equation, but flip it. There have been many quarterbacks that didn't take shots in college but took them in the NFL. Dak Prescott, Russell Wilson, the, 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 it goes on and on. It goes on and on. It could be flipped the same way. When I look at Zach Wilson, I see good talent. I honestly think he could be a starter in the NFL, a very good starter in Can the I NFL. Say Dak Prescott about level. But yeah, you, yeah, it you is your pick. pick it is your pick, Steve. I know. So. Yeah. I'm, Wait, I'm, what? I said, can I say something about my pick? Because he picked Zach Wilson, is what I'm saying. Because yeah, I picked Zach Wilson. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought he said it was his next pick. Okay. Oh, no, 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 no. It's not my turn on that one yet. I'm just going to say I picked, you know, and, and I want to clarify. I mean, I, I picked Zach Wilson, but like I said, if you had asked me prior to the, I, I would be, if I were the Jets, I would have been more inclined to keep Sam Darnold as opposed to Drake draft Zach Wilson and Rashad knows it because we've talked about it before that I'm not a huge fan of Zach Wilson I don't like kind of how quickly he rose up how quickly he kind of went there but there's nobody in my mind that makes any more sense now I will say too like looking at the first six picks the two that I do really I really really like Justin Fields to the Niners because I'm just glad and I I know I'm not on my podcast, but I'm on ours. And so I do have to take a little pot shot at the Doughboy that is Mac Jones. <laughs> so yeah. for those who listen, and I'm sure they're listening now, I'll hear it. But I don't like that fit either, really. 
but my probably of the six, my favorite is Penny Sewell. I think that is the out of these ones outside of Trevor Lawrence. I love that pick. I think it pairs up where you have Burrow and you have Sewell now for the next 10 to 12 years. And I think it's 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 such a need and it's the best prospect. So I, really I mean that, that's where I sit with it. And I Mason, I I do I do really love the kind of the curveball of Waddle. Let's go, Mike. Could All I, right. I'm just saying, else? I love Justin. I love that Justin Fields pick. He's my quarterback yeah, number two. I like that a lot. But Can I say um, something about Zach Wilson. Okay, so the Detroit Lions are up. I honestly forgot for a quick second we were doing a mock draft. Um, so the Lions, what do we got? Wide receiver, corner. Well, since Mason uh decided to be a really good friend and leave this guy on the board, I am not going to go corner and I am gonna go with Jamar Chase. I like that. So hey, I'm up now. You're super welcome, Michael, by the way. <laughs> so I'm up now with, with the Panthers. And a lot of what I've seen is is defense related for them, but they went super defense heavy in the draft last year. <clears throat> so I'm actually gonna go with Devontae Smith for them, mm. giving another giving a weapon to Sam Darnold because they went so heavy on D last year. That's a good pick. Thank you, Marcus. Uh, I try. So, for the Broncos, I feel like they might they might draft another quarterback, right? But they do need a tackle and linebacker, and there are very a lot of names out there. So, I think if they want to move forward, into being successful. Broncos select Trey Lance. Ooh. Oh, my bad. It's okay, it's okay, Rashad. I think that was the sound I was doing. Broncos fans are happy with it, I promise you. Um, so up next, we have 10, and we have me controlling the Cowboys, which is just disgusting. Um, and I'm going to go corner. Um I'm going to try to take my bias out of this because if I was only using my heart on who the number one corner in this draft is, I'm saying JC Horn, but I'm going to do a combination of what I think the Cowboys will do and it. And I think Patrick Sertan, the second from Alabama is a better fit in their scheme. So I'm going to go Sertan for the Cowboys. With the 11 pick in the 2021 draft, the New York Giants select, I'm just I'm just offensive lineman, man. Rashawn Slater from the University of Northwestern, man. The Giants they they need offensive line help. They they got their tackle last year with Andrew Thomas, and they can honestly use a right tackle and two guards. So what I say you do is you take Slater, and you know you you can put him anywhere. You can put him at left tackle and move Andrew to right, or you can kick him inside. You can do whatever with him. But with a talent such as Slater. You probably want that guy to be your anchor left tackle moving forward for years to come. I really love this game, man. With the 12th overall pick, the Philadelphia Eagles select Mika Parsons. All right, just to break that down for you guys, um, pick seven, we had Jamar Chase going to the Lions at number eight. A little bit of a shocker. Um, we had Devontae Smith going to the Panthers. 
nine, we had Trey Lance. At 10, we had Patrick Sertan the second. At 11, we had Rayshon Slater. And at 12, we had Micah Parsons. Really quick, my favorite pick there is probably the Rayshon Slater to the Giants pick. Um, I think the coolest thing when you were talking about the needs they have on the offensive line, Rashad, is that Rayshon Slater can play guard or tackle. Um, they're going to be able to use him during camp to kind of find out what the best five are, because I think that's the best philosophy in the NFL. I don't think you should be hard nosed to what they played in college. I think you should go out. You should make sure you have the five best offensive linemen on the field and you find where you have to place people to make that happen. Um, I think it's going to be similar to what we see with the Colts this year too. We might see some moving around to get that to be the case. So I love that pick of Slater to the Giants. I like the pick as well, especially when you're in the NFC East and Washington has that vaunted defensive line. You already got Kenny Galladay. You have Evan Ingram. See if he can stay healthy, by the way. Uh, And also, you got to get Saquon Barkley going, man. You got to get an offensive line up front to protect and help Daniel Jones kind of like try to push him, give him some – some confidence and but the main thing Barkley has got to get going you spent a premium pick on him and it's time to let him loose it's time to get him uh, offensive line and I like the pick as well so I don't think I have any other issues Micah Parsons uh probably wouldn't have gone with him there but hey I mean Eagles need all the help in the world I like I like the uh last six picks my favorite was the was the Devontae Smith uh to Carolina pick um Putting Devontae Smith in that Curtis Samuel role that they just lost from from this previous offseason, I think he can be explosive working with Joe Brady and getting him a new quarterback, Sam Darnold, a guy who can push the ball downfield. I think that's going to be very beneficial for him, especially with Robbie Anderson taking the top off, DJ Moore can take the top off, and you let Devontae Smith work underneath. I, they can they can mix it up, man. Any one of those guys on any given any given day can play any one of the lineup at any one of those receiver positions and have success. They're not guys who have to have stuff specifically schemed up just for them. They're the type of guys that can get open and create separation with their route running. Yeah, I kind of like the, the Devontae Smith move as well. I think uh, Patrick Certain for me, Patrick Certain the second to Dallas is probably one of my favorite moves. Just looking at Dallas and you see that that defense that they have, they pretty much have everything you would want. But one thing they really lack is corners and safeties. And I think them going to get Patrick Certain after they just lost Byron Jones to Miami, I think he could come in and fill that role kind of like how C.J. Anderson did for the Jaguars last year. C.J. Anderson played solid at corner. So I think uh, Patrick Certain could come in and do pretty much a decent job at Dallas at corner position. Yeah, I would say, I mean, my my favorite one, and, and it's not to give him a big head, but I do – I really like the Jamar Chase one. I really like him to Detroit. I can see in Michael's eyes that he's loving to hear that because we all know how much he <laughs> loves him some Jamar Chase. But I think you said it best too, man. I think it's super easy to forget how dominant he was two years ago. And you might – if you made the trade. You have Jared Goff there. You need to give him a target. And, I mean, he's not – I'm kind of shocked that he's – he dropped that far, but I, I love that pick. That's my favorite pick out of this group. And def, definitely uh, me letting uh, Michael have Jamar Chase, probably the best pick in this group, just because in my eyes, I don't think he's going to drop that far in, in the real draft. And so outside of the Jamar Chase pick, I in, initially went Parsons because 
I felt like I didn't want to reach for a corner or an Elijah Moore type of wide receiver. And I haven't had many trade conversations with any of you. So I just thought getting Parsons, you know, the projected best linebacker in the draft was a safe pick more mm-hmm. so than trying to reach. All right, Mike. All right. Now, next up is the Chargers. And really, I think this is like a nice little spot where anyone could, the Chargers could take anyone really. So I might be looking to trade back, honestly. And who is in charge of the Chicago Bears? Hmm. It would be Steven, I believe. Steven, do you want to do a trade? You know, there's a quarterback on, on the board right now. Uh, and mm. I, I don't know if y'all want to go with Nick Foles or Andy Dalton. Do you want to possibly trade back or trade up? I'll take it. I think it's something that the Bears would legitimately do. I think that's it's something that they would try to pull to jump up again. So, yeah. yeah. First trade. All right. Ding, so, we're going to trade. Going to trade here. Bit. Okay. What's the trade? Uh, Let me see here. So Chicago wants to trade up. I want to trade back. So let's see here. Uh, Chargers, Chargers, Chargers. Got to get this in. Sorry, guys. Uh, So you guys can decide the package that you want. The trade calculator says a fair trade that would equal out for both sides on this. Um, And I mean, it's Michael trading back. So he can ask for more if he wants would be pick 20 from the bears. Their third this year and a first next year would be pretty similar to the deal that the Steelers did to move up to get Devin Bush where they moved up about 10 picks. And this is pretty much the same. Um, So that is the deal that would be, offered originally now i'll let michael do the rest of the work all right uh steven so forget everything that destin said in his analytics <laughs> and everything uh it's time for some real negotiating going on so okay. i want your 20 all right i want your number two because if you want to go after the face of your franchise i know you want to so it's going to cost you and i will take your next year's four man that's a lot but you know that's good that's that's i'll do it i'll do it i'll go with it i'll go with it i'll go with it i'm okay with that i know you're jumping up to try to take it y'all are presuming that you know who i'm taking all right i just finessed the chicago bears let's go that's ryan pace man anybody can do that true all right uh (laughs) steven on the clock all right yeah rashad no so if if I'm making this trade, just do it, man. Is the Bears? Rashad knows this is like salt in my mouth, man. Just do it, man. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Man. You have to. You traded it. Uh, if they're trading up, if I'm moving up and I'm the Bears, it's for a quarterback, and it's gonna have to be Mac Jones. As much Ooh. as it, it's like vinegar coming out of my mouth, because Rashad and all, all the listeners for No Horsen know I. I struggle. Rashad's just loving this, man. Yes. Because I'm not a huge fan. I think for him specifically, it's all about fit. Yeah. But, you know, he'll have to be my pick. It's going to be it's gonna be Mac Jones to the Bears at whatever number I traded to. 13. 13. 13. 13. Who got 14? I do. Uh, wow. It's crazy. 
Uh, well, I think that's still Steven. I think the next pick still is still Steven because <laughs> he traded right I'll, behind Michael. So it'll I'll, still be Steven's yeah. go. And at pick 20, Michael, just remember that you're on the clock at 20. Mm-hmm. So I'm on now. I'm with I'm on with the Vikings, correct? Yes, sir. I'm just gonna be really simple. It's Darisal. They they need O line help. He's the best available O lineman. I'm gonna go with Darisal. Okay. Damn, I was trying to save him for the Colts, but never mind. No, I want someone yeah, there's okay. I, there's a player I want to save for the Colts. So Destin almost screwed that up earlier. All right, so now it's my go. Now so- it is your go. Now that uh, Mac Jones was gone, because I was going to send him to New England, uh, I'm going to have to go with Kyle Trask. They need a quarterback. Whoa! You don't want to trade back to make what? it to where it is New England, so they reach on people yeah. every year. You can now it right there. Hey, man, nah, come on, come on. Hey, I like it. Come on, I, li- come on. I like it. I like Respect, it. Marcus, because I know I wouldn't have done it. Jesus. <laughs> They got Cam, so he'll pretty much be sitting on the bench anyway. Hey, I'm always for New England messing up, so I want that to be known. I'm cool with it, but man, that 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 needs to be a. How do you know it's a mess up though? Well, we'll find out. Kyle Trask is is the pick. Yeah, Kyle Trask is the pick, and now is the Arizona Cardinals, and I'll break (laughs) Steven's heart, and I'll go back-to-back picking corners. I got to be realistic. I'm not going to let people fall to the Colts just to fall to the Colts. J.C. Horn is a great fit to come come in. They have a hole at corner. They let Patrick Peterson walk. I really think they need an outside corner anyway, so letting Peterson walk is probably the right choice. Um, I think J.C. Horn's the best corner in this draft. Personally, I think he's my he's my corner one. I love his aggressiveness. Um, I love his ability to leave the pass play in the past and then just keep playing ball. So I'm gonna go J.C. Horn to the Cardinals. It hurts, and man, it I hurts. am on the clock next. I believe I am on the clock with the Las Vegas Raiders, a team who this offseason just decided to get rid of their whole offensive line and start over. So why would I not go with one of the most versatile offensive line? This is my third offensive lineman I'm picking in a row. Why would I not go with one of the most versatile offensive linemen, a guy that can play tackle or guard, which the Raiders need help at tackle and guard, Elijah Vera Tucker from the University of Southern California. All right. I have the final uh pick for this third go-around for the Miami Dolphins. Again, I'm going to select Christian Barrymore. Mm. Yeah, uh, Alabama. I like that. Was really on the fence between him and another prospect. So let's break down those last six. Um, At pick 13, we had a trade-up the Bears sent pick 20, 52, and a 2022 fourth, which I want to say in a real-life trade-up, I guarantee you they give up more. Michael gave the Bears a deal to de- get deal. up to there. I gave the Steven Chargers. The Chargers <laughs> got hoed in that one, but we're not going to oh, go over that. But the 
So we got Mac Jones getting traded up for by the Bears. 14, we have Christian Darasol. 15, Kyle Trask. Jesus 16, J.C. Horn. 17, Elijah Vera Tucker. 18, Christian Barrymore. Um, I'll say this about Christian Barrymore. If this may seem barmore i apologize barmore. okay that's my this, fault this might seem a little too early for him but when you're the best at your position in the draft you always get drafted a little higher um that's just how this game works this, this interior line class isn't the greatest it's not as strong as say last year's um so a guy like barmore is gonna end up getting drafted higher um i like his game i don't know how him and uh Wilkins pair well together because I feel like they they do a lot of the same things that that's really my only complaint about it I'll let someone else talk about Kyle Trask to the Patriots um, but that that's my critique of Barmore to the Dolphins is this thing on um <clears throat> Marcus Marcus <laughs> how you doing Marcus <laughs> how you doing are I'm you good, drunk man. Marcus no I am not because I wanted Mac Jones to You New got England. Patron next to you, don't you? Let me see I wanted Mac Jones to New England, but the trade that happened between you and Stephen took him from me. And I knew New England was going to go to get a quarterback because they need one to fill in for Cam Newton after. <laughs> and I feel like they will probably sell the bag and get Mac Jones. But since you traded for him and he got drafted, I said, why not get Kyle Trask? No. Mm-mm. Okay. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not mad at it. Well, yeah, I am. Mean, Jones got traded and I was drafted. Don't lie, Rashad. What I think actually, happened. Actually, I'm angry at it. But what I think <laughs> happened, what I think happened is Bill Belichick left his computer unsupervised and his dog. Oh, Destin, are you saying that dog? Bill Belichick's dog came around and hit Kyle Trask. I don't know what it was about. I don't know if he thought he looked like a mailman or what, but for some oh. reason, this Kyle Trask is on the oh. New England Patriots, and I love it. I love it. Um, I'm I a bigger. I'm a bigger Kyle Trask guy than most. I do not have a first round grade on him, but I also don't have a first round grade on Mac Jones. Um, so I mean, hey, I think there's worse things that could have happened I mean, to him. But I will be clowning this pick if it happens in real life. I, mean, I just want to say, say. I just want to say real quick, Stephen. Real quick, I just want to say I love. I love the horn pick to Arizona. I love that oh, pick. I love that. I think he's going to be a great fit for them. He can immediately step into that role like they had Patrick Peterson in, and and I think do it better than what Peterson was doing as of late, you know. And that's all I want to say, Stephen. That's why I was wanting to go. Real no, quick. I was going to say. I mean, y'all know I love J.C. Horn, so I love the pick. I hate the spot. I wish he would have dropped, but there's just no way he's going to drop to the Colts. I just don't see it. So I think that's a solid pick. I mean, I don't like my pick again. Because I don't like Mac. I, I don't. I, I, part of it is that I don't like the fit. Like I said with him, I feel like what's funny is I feel like if he ended up going three to the Niners, that's a better fit because of the overall talent on the team and not the disarray that is the Bears. But man, I, I can't review the picks. I, I'm bless you, Marcus and Destin. I, I don't like Kyle Trask at all. Like I, I, I don't have a first round. I don't have a second on him. I, I don't like him. I don't think he translates to the NFL. Uh, the thing, man. but the I love about, the fact that he went to New England. Yeah, because I, thing, I don't like New England. The thing about Kyle Trask is, is, ironically, the people he can be are on the same team. If everything goes right for him, he has the skill set to be a guy like Big Ben. Oh, I thought but, you were going to say Tom Brady. <laughs> but if 
but honestly, for being more realistic, he's more likely to end up like Mason Rudolph. Uh, maybe without now, that's Garrett, a good may, comparison. Maybe without Miles Garrett hitting him with a helmet. Um, but I mean, skill set, skill set wise, they just have they just do a lot of similar things. So, so I want to ask you one question, Destin, on a thing. Tell me what you see in him that you that makes you have the comparison. Because he's far more of a statue than than Big Ben ever was. What's the comparison you see? I wouldn't say that he's a statue, though, because personally, like the biggest thing for me, because you don't have to be a runner to be no. mobile in the NFL. That's something that I feel like a lot of people you can manipulate the pocket and move around. Philip Philip Rivers last year was immobile. That was a good mm-hmm. example of immobileness. Doesn't move out of the pocket. Has to be in the pocket for a play to happen. Kyle Trask had extended plays with his legs. Now, is he a guy that was going to pick up 15 for you when he saw an open gap up the middle? No. But I think he's a guy that could be a runner like Big Ben and extend plays outside, has the big arm. And I think he showed in college that he was able to throw receivers open, which is a big thing for young guys. Do I think he goes round one? No. Um, but like I said, I don't think Mac Jones should go round one. So the NFL decides these kind of things. If anyone's going to take Kyle Trask that early, I hope it's New England. But, hey, yes. we're going to keep on rolling. So okay. up next it's we soon. have the Washington football team. Nobody mess that up, please. And we have Michael. Okay, so while I give my two cents, uh, J.C. Horn is my number one corner. I like that pick. Now moving on. Okay, so oh, the Washington football team <sighs> – this one is really actually kind of tearing me apart because I actually, you know, considered them to be my NFC team. I really love what Ron Rivera is building. I like the the young core that they have in Washington, getting Curtis Samuel, William Jackson. I mean, they're getting they're they're getting better, man. The Ryan Fitzpatrick added some swag. He can catch fire. Uh, he can also be very cold. So right now, I'm looking at defense because. Like I mentioned with the Giants and Rayshon Slater, I think you need to add someone to the secondary because, unfortunately, there is that good re- receiving core in Dallas, and you know they're going to throw the football. Uh, right now, maybe Blake Jarwin, CeeDee Lamb, Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, you know they're going to throw the ball around. Uh, they just paid Dak $40 million, so you're not going to pay him $40 million to give Z- Z- Ezekiel Elliott the ball 28 times. That's just not going to happen. So uh, right now... I'm really torn between Greg Newsome uh, and Trayvon Merrick right now. Like I'm, I'm really torn between those two because I really love Trayvon Merrick's fit in that defense. I think he can be a very strong upgrade over Cameron Curl, who they have currently, but Caleb Farley or not Caleb Farley, Greg Newsome is also a guy that if you can pair him with William Jackson, I mean, even Destin and I, we talked about William Jackson during free agency and he is a guy that, sticks to his competition he never gets badly beaten he's always with his guy step for step and I I, I'm I'm seriously torn between this but also I'm also looking at linebacker uh so honestly I think their secondary could probably make it so I'm actually gonna go linebacker I am gonna go Zaven Collins for the Washington football team here, because honestly, he's my linebacker one. Uh, and I really love his range. Although there, I've heard some talk maybe about him being moved to defensive end. I really don't know, but I think his strength in Washington, adding more speed range to that defense. He's a big upgrade over Mike Bostic. Zaven Collins is the pick for me. 
And now I am up next again with the Chargers. Now, I think this should possibly be uh, – let me see here. Yeah, I think this will uh, – I think this will be pretty easy for them. I think they need uh, – they'll go edge for me right here, and they're going to go Aziz Ajuri, and I think – you know, with concerns and concussion problems going on with Jalen Phillips, I think that'll cause uh, franchises to push back a little bit. And I think Aziz would be a good fit in L.A., almost said San Diego. All right. So, Marcus, do you want to trade so back? You guys are waiting for it. Marcus. I'm willing to trade back right hey, now. The Saints at 28. The Saints at 28, who I'm controlling, are willing to come up. Yes. I want to do that. I so, want to trade back because I know we're not trading this early. Hey, so, I, appre- I appreciate it. I, I think that's the right move. Um, <laughs> I also wanted to say I'll trade just so I can take the mic for a second and say, holy crap, he took Aziz's edge one. Um, but we'll cover that after, after we get done with the six. But for 21, the Saints will give you 28 this year, a third this year, and we'll give you our second next year. So the Colts get that second rounder that they possibly are giving away to the Eagles back. Um, they get the third this year. So that, that Carson Wentz trade is basically nullified if you do this and you move back seven picks. That's that's my offer. All I know is the pick is going to be there for me. You have a deal. All right. So the Saints are going to come up to 21 here. Um, And, man – he took a Z's. That's that's nuts to me. That's hilarious. But uh, it's not nuts. It's perfect. Oh, no, no. Um, at twenty one, the Saints have traded up. Caleb Farley dropping this far is ridiculous. I know he has some injury issues, but the dude's so talented. The Saints have some secondary holes. Um, this guy's way too talented. We came up to get him because of that. The Titans are at twenty two. We know that they want a corner because their secondary is probably the worst in the league right now. Them or Pittsburgh. So we jump both of those teams and we take Caleb Farley. On the clock is a team I despise. Oh, and it's me. It's it's me right back to it, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I traded up. So the Titans were a little bit pissed because they traded up for a corner right in front of us, and we need secondary help badly. But we also need a receiver. Um, We let Davis walk to the Jets this past year. And Rashad Bateman's right here. I think he's a really good fit to take over for Davis's role. Probably be a little bit better and more of an upside guy anyway. So we're going to go Rashad Bateman for Tennessee. That's not a bad pick, actually. Um, So it's my pick at pick number 23. I believe I'm picking for the New York Jets, who I believe have this pick by way of Seattle, if I'm not mistaken. So with the 23rd pick i refuse to take another offensive lineman which i very well could here to give uh zach wilson some protection but i'm not gonna do that i'm gonna give zach wilson a shiny new toy and it's gonna come by way of terrence marshall from lsu as the the interim gm of the Pittsburgh steelers with 24th overall pick, Pittsburgh Steelers select Tevin Jenkins. Great pick. All right, let's break it down real quick. Um, the Steelers take 
Tevin Jenkins, a guy a lot of Colts fans are interested in. So from pick 19 to 24, we had 19, we had Zaven Collins. At 20, we had Aziz Ajalru. Is that how you say his last name, Rashad? Ajalru. Yeah, what, what, what Rashad said. Um, <laughs> at 21, the Saints have traded up with the Colts, sending their first and second this year and a third next year, and they select Caleb Farley. At 22, we had Rashad Bateman go to the Titans. At 23, we had Terrence Marshall. And at 24, we had Taven Jenkins. The pick that I'm going to pick, man, I could talk about 19 and 20. I think both of those are reaches, Michael. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I just don't see – Zayvon Collins worth that early of a first round pick. I think he's a late first, early second kind of guy. I probably would have went the Joker from Notre Dame, JOK, um, just because I think he can do a little bit of everything. I think he could have slid back and played safety a little bit if they needed him to. He could play the box. He could play linebacker. He even played a little bit of nickel um, at Notre Dame. That's who I think is a good fit there. And Aziz, I mean, I don't know how you can't go Quiddy Pay or – Jalen Phillips, um, if you're going to go edge there, um, but that's just me. Um, those are the two that I'll talk about. Dustin, where are your glasses? Where are your glasses? Put your glasses on. You're talking about you can't see Agilari. It's, Agilari is a first-round guy. Uh, hopefully you have, you, you have an early second grade on him, I already know. But he's definitely a first-round guy. I but think is he, he edge one? Yeah. <laughs> Say Rashad, did did you have him edge one when we did it? I I, I actually had I had uh, Quee. I had Quee. I was gonna say yeah, you had him edge two, and I had Ajilari as edge two, and I had Phillips as edge three. But Phillip has concerns. There's no concerns with Ajilari aside from his weight. A lot of people say he's he's not big enough. You know, he's only six two, but he but he's two forty nine. His initial burst, and he has the best bend in the draft. Show me a guy that bends better than Ajilari. You can't. No way, maybe. Oh wait! Just, just on athleticism alone, speed. I give you initial burst, but I, yeah, I, for sure, I give you initial. But burst. But he's extremely raw. He is. He is. He he doesn't know how to use his hands yet. So so a guy like Oway or or Azulari, if they get a guy that that a coach that can really work with their hands, like a technician, like the guy that's out there in um, LA with the Rams, <clears throat> but. They'll have a great chance to succeed and be successful at, at rushing the pass. I, I love the Ozilary pick. Good, good job, Mike. I'm just going to say one thing. Destin keeps taking my favorite players. <laughs> I do love the Bateman pick, but, man, you keep taking my favorite players. But you they picked made it before it, him. I said they made it tough. Because, well, he's talking about for the Colts. Like, that's what he oh, wants okay. the Colts to get. But the thing about, the thing about Bateman, like – the Colts aren't taking a receiver in round one. So, I mean, I think you should, everyone should just – that's a pipe dream, really, for Colts fans if they want a receiver. I just don't think it's going to happen. And then the Titans, I mean, they have – they're tough. I mean, all the all four of the corners were off the board before 22. They need yeah. a corner in a bad way. I almost took a safety, but I think that would be a reach at this point because I think the safeties are early second kind of guys, in my opinion. So, it was, yeah. it was, it was tough. I mean – I like the Tevin Jenkins pick for the Steelers too. We didn't talk about that, but I liked it. Um, they need yeah, tackle help. Pick. They need tackle help bad. And I think Big Ben's washed. I don't think it matters. But if if they're gonna try to find a way for him to work, you, I mean, you you, you got to get him a tackle. Yeah. But we can keep on rolling so here. I mean, for the other two picks of mine, Azure, I just think he fits better in LA. I think he's just. A perfect fit for the Chargers, honestly. And when it comes to Collins, man, 
it's not a reach at all uh, in any way, shape, or form. Even if I picked JOK, it wouldn't have been a reach at all because both of them play the position that the Redskins are looking the football team. I said, don't mess for. that up, Michael. Uh, I reminded you. What do you mean, mess it up? It's just a name. Um, it's okay, but, Michael. Man, I always say WTF instead of WFT. WFT, right? <laughs> but uh, but yeah. I believe in Zaven's ability to play middle linebacker better. <laughs> I think what they'll ask of Zaven is going to be different from what they'll ask of JOK because he can do those certain things. But like I said, I think their secondary is good enough to hold up in the NFC East against that offense in Dallas, but they need to get better at the linebacker position. That's, I think, going to be the difference for them on defense. You you got the defensive line already. Secondary is good, but you need to upgrade over Mike Bostick. Mike Bostick is your old-school linebacker. You got to add a length. You got to add speed. Guys who can go from sideline to sideline. I probably would have gone offensive tackle too, maybe, but I think who uh, in Washington, who is it, Sadiq Charles, I think? I don't think that's him. Uh but their offensive line is not bad in Washington. They have Gibson, McKissick, they have Samuel, they got Antonio Gandy Golden from last year, red zone target, Logan Tom, all these guys in Washington. I think on defense, they got to get to it. And I, I'm surprised I went against with against my guy Trayvon, but sorry, Trayvon, if you're watching, but uh, we can have a conversation later. But I just think that Zavin and that pick go well together. So going with Jacksonville at number 25. Uh, man, I'm just having the rivals today. So let's see, offensive tackle, wide receiver. Man, I'm actually going to uh, not go tackle, which is actually a pretty favorite for, for most people. I understand wanting to pr- protect uh, Trevor Lawrence. But actually, I am going to give Trevor Lawrence a weapon, and I am actually going to give him Elijah Moore. I think that will be a great uh, weapon for Trevor to have. Elijah Moore is very rangy. His footwork is phenomenal. Route running is phenomenal. And going behind Bateman and Marshall is the right move, and he is the next guy up for me. So it's me up next, right? So I got the Browns. And I like – there's there's I know there's two players on the board, but I don't think that it's – with the signing especially that happened – with with Clowney. Uh I got a pass on Quitty. Man, I, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go JOK. I think he's he they they need more. They don't need really anything on offense. Uh they solidified a little bit more on their O line. I think they need defensive help more than anything. And he is he's like a Swiss Army knife. They're gonna be able to plug him in and kind of see what he can do and, and give him give him kind of a role. I, th- I think that's a good pick for him. So it's my go, correct? Go twice. Right. So now that Quiddy Pay dropped, I mean, I think Baltimore should go make that move and go get him. So I'm going to put Quiddy Bay in Baltimore for them from Michigan. Good pick. Good pick. And then 28 is the Colts again with uh, Marcus. Yes. So the Colts need offensive line help. And the best person left on this board is from North Dakota State, Dylan Riders. So mm-hmm. that's what I'm picking. Okay. I think it's on me, right? With the 29th pick, 
the Green Bay Packers are finally going to give Aaron Rodgers a first-round wide receiver. And the shiny new toy that Aaron Rodgers is going to receive is Kadarius Toney, wide receiver from the University of Florida. I feel like, you know, him with Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers needs a guy that can make plays, big plays with the ball in his hands. He have nobody that can do that. I mean, aside from Devontae Adams, who's just Devontae Adams. So I think Kadarius Toney is the perfect complement to him. It adds speed and an element that Marquez Valdez scolding cannot give you. It gives you something different. Moving on from that pretty good pick from Rashad. Thank you. I'm controlling the Bills with the 30th overall pick. And looking at their needs, my decision is to draft an edge rusher, edge rusher and I'm going to select Jalen Phillips from the University of Miami. I think that pairing him with Ed Oliver and uh, what's that, A.J. Esperanza, the guy. With yeah, Epinesa. Espinosa, okay, that they got mm-hmm. from Iowa. You know, adding uh, Phillips to that mix, it really gives the Bills a front that be scared of if they mesh. And all right, just because there's two more picks, let's go ahead and just finish those out. So Michael is up with 31 with the Kansas City Chiefs. Michael, I'm going to go. Himself. I was thinking about trading back, but they need some uh, tackle depth. I think uh, Lucas Niang is the right guy for them at right tackle. So they won't need to target right tackle, but they will get a left tackle. So I will go. uh, Oh man. Marcus took Dylan Rodden's from me. Uh, Who fits with them? I am going to go Alex Leatherwood. Absolutely. Mm, I like that pick. So I've got the Bucks. Oh, yeah. Trade back. Should. Sure. Can I just trade out and no one makes the pick? Um, man. I'm, lo- I'm trying to look at who's available. And man, I'm I'm man, I don't know. I'm going to go off the wall. I'm going to say they give they they continue to load up. Their defense is stacked still. They were able to somehow keep everybody. Uh, they're a little older in some of the areas. I think they just continue to load up and give weapons to Tom Brady. I'm going ETN. So let's uh let's <laughs> recap let's recap those final eight picks first, and then we'll give some thoughts. But uh. Those final picks we had, we had the Jaguars take Elijah Moore from Ole Miss, receiver. We had the Cleveland Browns take the Joker, J-O-K, linebacker, safety, nickel extraordinaire out of Notre Dame. At 27, we had the Baltimore Ravens take Quiddy Pay. At 28, the Colts, after trading back with the Saints, took Dylan Raddins, offensive tackle, North Dakota State. At 29, Kadarius Toney. Goes from Florida to Green Bay. He's going to need to buy some jackets for sure. Um, <laughs> at 30, um, the Buffalo Bills get Jalen Phillips, probably the steal of the first round at 30. 31, Kansas City Chiefs walk out with Alex Leatherwood. And at 32, the Bucks go Travis Etienne out of Clemson, the running back. I mean, my first thoughts, like I said, Jalen Phillips is the steal of the first round. 
I really wanted Marcus to take him at 28. Um, I love Dylan Raddins, though. I mean, he was my best available tackle left, so I think that's a good pick as well. Um, I, I have an early second on him, um, but I think if we trade back in the first and there's not any of those top guy Ed rushers like Phillips or Quiddy Pay, that's who I would like to take as well. So I like that pick. Um, hey, Kadarius Tony to the Green Bay Packers. If you have listened to me and Michael's shows in the past, I love that fit. I think that is the kind of weapon that Aaron Rodgers needs. I think that is the kind of guy to get him. I think it's, it would just be a great fit um, to get him a guy like that. And obviously, um, Elijah Moore at 25. Gotta, gotta say, thing. he's my guy. Love, love Elijah Moore. I released my top 10 positions today. He's all the way up to my receiver four and I and receiver five. I apologize and I won't apologize for it. I love him. Um, but yeah, those are my thoughts on those picks. I like, I love the, the Phillips pick, man. That, that was perfect. Like, as far as getting value in this draft, he probably got the best value with Phillips at 30 as a guy who can end up, when it's all said and done, being a top five, top 10 guy out this whole draft. So getting him at 30, that was a great job by you, Mason, man. You you really, that was a great pick. Uh, y'all know how I feel about Kadarius Tony. I made the pick. Uh, how you feel, Mike? I, I took your guy, Terrence Marshall, early, and you didn't even acknowledge it. And I went with your guy. No, he, he did acknowledge it. He You took him, and then as soon as you took him, Mike started doing a little hand celebration. Oh, <laughs> oh okay, Mason, right. can you do that one more time for us? Can you can you mimic Michael's hand celebration <laughs> one more time? <laughs> he, he, he was like, he was like, he was I love the Marshall pick. I mean, he's my uh, receiver five. I'm still battling whether between number four or five between him and Bateman. Elijah Moore is my number six. Cardarius Tony is actually like my number eight. I have Rondell Moore over him. Uh, But the the fit with Green Bay is good. Uh, My question is, is he going to be able to play well? Because outside of Devontae Adams, now he's going to be getting looks from defensive coordinators, possibly double coverage. Uh, that's my only question. But I, I think he's capable of taking it on. And I'm actually excited to see if it were to happen. I would ex- be very excited to see the potential of that. I'm very shocked that Greg Newsom was not taken anywhere in this draft, honestly. Uh, so whoever got him would get tremendous value. If it was me, I probably would have gone Phillips over Raddins uh, personally, but uh, still getting getting a phenomenal talent there for the Colts. So I think that's my only question. Uh, Steven, the Bucks have like six running backs. What the hell? They're like, old, man. man. Ronald Jones is like outside of him, but how much did they use him this year as opposed to the other ones? How much did they reuse running backs regardless? That's my question. My biggest I'm, thing, I'm looking. Uh, hey, I, 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 I'm on board. Greg Newsom sitting there, and I love it. But in my mind, they they're so stacked on defense already. They're stacked on offense too. Hey, hey, in a perfect hey. world, I probably would. I should probably hey, just they're picking. Have they're picking and it, traded back. They're picking well, at 32 for a reason. I mean, they they have a really right. good roster. Solid. I would have taken Newsom just because of yeah. value there. But I mean. I always like the Bucks are a team that a lot of people are mocking running backs to. The fact that Najee Harris isn't the first running back off the board is nuts to me because I think Najee Harris is just ridiculous. But Greg Newsom not going in round one is crazy. I can't imagine that happens. But going through looking at the guys that went, I mean, obviously Kyle Trask going round one forced one of these guys out of, the, out of the first round. There are um, a couple outlier picks that 
obviously caused people that are supposed to go in the first round to not go. In Steven's case, I wouldn't have taken the Clemson running back. I feel like that was a reach. If I were going to reach for an offensive person, I know I might be in the minority, but what if the Bucks took Brevin Jordan? So Brevin Jordan's, bigger, Brevin Jordan's my tight end too. I mean, that's something they could do, big, I guess. Is that a bigger reach than Marcus taking Kyle Trask? Oh no! Oh, I mean, there's no reach. My thing is, yeah, if if we go if we gonna condemn Steven for putting a running back to the Bucks, we'll already have three running backs. They have three tight ends already as well. Yeah, so, like he so would be that's number what, three. Number well, four. I think Gronk, I think Gronk, I think if that really happens, old, great. Who's really old, and then you got OJ OJ Howard that's like 26, and he's the and only young one they got. OJ Howard can't stay healthy, and when he is healthy, they just find reasons not to use him. I mean, he's got to be a guy that doesn't practice hard because Bruce Arians doesn't mess with that. Um, if you if you don't practice hard, you don't play. And I so, mean, Bre- Brevin Jordan learning under Gronk and Bray, and then he just blossoms into the number one when they retire. Like, I, I can see it. I'll well, say this. I don't think the Bucks use the tight end position anyway. I think they only brought in Gronk. They did in the Tom Super Brady Bowl. Off. They Brady used Gronk in the Super Bowl. Thank you. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, Bruce Arian doesn't throw the ball. Tom Brady was calling those plays and throwing the ball to, to Gronkowski. So, mm-hmm. even with Jameis, they didn't use the tight end position all that much. It was uh, Godwin and Evans. And, man, I wish we had Mike Evans. But Okay, so, uh, real quick, I want everyone but, to give their best pick and worst pick. I, now one thing, I want, I'm gonna say I want to say this, bro. We cannot say Kyle Trask to the Patriots because I feel like that's what, what we're all gonna. About what? I feel what like that's what we're, no. Listen, listen. No, because, we're all saying Kyle no, Trask. Yeah, that's the if, worst pick. Exactly. If, if we're gonna all we say love it, you, Marcus. We, might as well we did. take it off. And I understand why he does it. I understand why he did it. It's just because they need a quarterback, and quarterbacks get overdrafted. It could happen. I mean, there, there's good chance at a bigger quarterback now would i have traded back if i wanted to take trask probably um Man, stop disrespecting cam but i, I want everyone to go up. around i want everyone to go around michael we'll start with you i want your best pick of the first round and worst pick if if you want to say kyle trask you can i guess but let's try not to use reuse the same ones okay i'll go first <laughs> <laughs> now i'm just kidding go ahead mike oh what's it oh um Oh, my best pick of the first round. I think. Oh, man. I know. He wants I, actually, to I actually want to hurry up here. Uh, I know he wants to say Chase. I know he wants to. No, nah, I'm actually going to go with. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Justin Fields in San Francisco. I I love that fit. I think he's going to have serviceable weapons Debo Samuel I really loved him coming out of that draft out of South Carolina George Kittle I mean they're finally gonna have a quarterback that can throw it deep uh and hell if they had a quarterback that could throw deep they could have won the Super Bowl two years ago but no Jimmy Garoppolo decided to overthrow Emmanuel Sanders so uh that's my best pick of the first round I really love Justin Fields and my worst pick I'll I'll make Destin happy here uh Worst pick is Travis Etienne. Was it me? My up? Yeah, well, let's go in the draft order. So Michael draft order. Okay. Steven. My best pick, I mean, I, I really like the Penny Sewell pick. I think it's such a solid pick for them. There's a reason why it's been mocked since the season ended. They need it. It's a position of need. It's he's probably one of the most talented players that are 
available in the draft. So, I mean, I love that pick. It just matches up really well for me. Um, man, I, I'd be lying. I'm, I'm going to go two for two here. My, my least favorite pick, honestly, is my pick, which is not ETN. I'm not going ETN. I don't, I don't like, we do, I don't like Mac Jones to Chicago. I feel like it is not a good situation for him. But with the trade that was made, they're making it in the context of this mock draft, they're making it to make a play for a quarterback and they're desperate. I just, and I'm not saying, I don't want to pile on Mac Jones. I'm not saying that he won't be a good pro. I think it's so dependent on where he goes and I don't think it's a good fit in Chicago. So I'll pick my own pick. I don't like that one. Yeah. Besides me picking my own picks, uh, my favorite pick for me probably will be Kyle Pitts in, in Atlanta. Just looking at them needing a, t- a number one tight end like that, I feel like he'll probably get a lot of receptions, being as though Ridley is always getting the most targets. So I think Kyle Pitts can actually blossom in Atlanta with that scheme right there uh, because they actually need a tight end. And the worst pick for me, I would probably say, is the Jets getting Terrence Marshall, being as though you have a guy like Kadarius Tony available and he falls to Green Bay. I think Tony probably would have blossomed more in New York. I think he probably would have got more reps as well. Uh, but I mean, it's it's still a good pick. But I think uh, Kadarius Tony could have went before uh, Marshall Jr. to the Jets. Um, we're gonna stay away from picking our own, right? Um, so I'll say the best pick of the first round. I'm gonna give it to the Giants with Rayshon Slater. Um, I think Slater is closer to being tackle one than tackle three. Um, and if you let him go into the guard comparison, he's probably top two or three even in the guard spot in this draft um he's a special talent i think he's closer to penny sewell than people give him credit for um and i think the giants will be able to decide where he's best at in camp and i think that's just a great pick for them the worst pick for me um, i'm gonna say aziz going to the chargers at 20 him being edge one to me is just ridiculous i think it's i think they're with quitty pay and phillips both there if they're gonna take edge that's where I would go. Also with the Chargers, I just think they're, they need to add another offensive lineman. Um, I think that's a big need for them to be able to fix that line for Herbert. And I think there were multiple guys on the board to be able to go there. My favorite pick is Aziz going to the Chargers in the first round. Uh, I think when you're trying to find a compliment to Joey Bosa, it was Melvin Ingram. If y'all, y'all remember, it was Melvin Ingram that was playing opposite of Joey Bosa. Aziz is a guy in that same mold, that same type of build, around similar size, has probably is a little bit more explosive than than Melvin Ingram was coming out of college. I, I like the pick. I like the fit. I guess it's because I'm so accustomed to seeing it, and I, I didn't imagine what two guys, maybe more of edge-setting guys, aside from Joey Bosa. I would rather see much more of a, of a dominant guy who I think has a high ceiling as a pass rusher and not so much as a run defender in that slot. So I'm going to go with that one as my favorite. Now, the one I least liked, uh, I just like I, probably the probably the Dylan, the Dylan Raddins pick, and not even because I think Dylan Raddins is a bad player, only because I'm, I'm always, I want to go past Russia if there's Quig Pay or if there's Phillips that's on the board still, because I think we could get, offensive tackle in the second round so that's probably 
the pick I like the least, even though I think Dylan is a great player. I'm not Rashad, mad at Rashad, be honest. The reason you dislike the pick is because Dylan Radden's sister called you out on Twitter. Um, be honest with us. The reason, <laughs> oh, the, reason there, you're ha- the reason you're hating it is because his sister – added you on twitter now you have have it out for dylan just, just i forgot honest. about that but you're absolutely right yeah yeah <laughs> yeah lie, that Rashad. is that, that's more of a reason you didn't forget about it i hate it yeah yeah i called our brother an average athlete and i got called out for it on twitter hey, so. but, because but he's my... not an average athlete if you're listening dylan rad no, sister, hit me with the follow we'll get you on the podcast so you can talk crap about rashad <laughs> i'm an average athlete as well oh. so oh I don't hey, feel, but I'm I mean, if if the Colts traded back and Quiddy Pay was still on the board, Quiddy Pay or Phillips were still on the board, you better believe I'm taking those two over Riders. That, yeah, just, that's why. Edge, that was the only edge, thing I Edge said. position is the second most important in football. It's the number one need for the Colts right now. Uh, and I even had this conversation on, on Twitter about people saying, no, it's left tackle. I'm just like, it's not. Edge rusher is the second most important position in football. But – the crop of talent in left tackle is better than edge. And people kind of get those two conversations mixed up. The number one need is edge, but the better quality of players in this draft are obviously in the left tackle class. So that's something that I think we really got to get sorted out uh, as a whole and understand those two different arguments. But it's easy to me. I take Quiddy Pay and Jalen Phillips over Raddins, I mean, any day of the week. And uh, moving forward with my best pick of the draft, I am going to say that it is a tie between Trey Lance, okay, and to the Broncos. And then we got Quiddy Pay to the Ravens. And I really think Trey Lance is the best pick of the draft because, you know, he's always been one of the top quarterbacks throughout this whole entire process, but he's low-key been getting overshadowed, especially by by Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, and especially Mac Jones and Zach Wilson. Those two guys just jumping out of left field to jump projections is really like putting, you know, Trey Lance, you know, underneath. And I feel like he's not getting enough credit because he's a, he's a small school guy and he didn't get the full season that all these other quarterbacks got. So he doesn't have as much film, but I feel like adding a two-way quarterback to the Broncos system with the weapons that that they already have, like they have a lot of potential. Like I'm excited if that happened, if that pick does go uh, happen in real life. And then, oh, go ahead. And then uh, Payne, that was like, like you guys are talking about Phillips and me getting him at the 30th pick. Payne was probably the second best still. I've never seen Payne or Phillips drop that late in the first round. So having Marcus being able to get Payne for Baltimore, replacing Matthew Judon and whoever else they lost in the free agency, it really makes their defense, you know, not take a a step back. I think when it comes to Trey Lance, first off, I really don't understand the thought process of North Dakota State only having one game out of the whole year just for Trey Lance to show off his ability and apparently the 80 other players obviously didn't matter enough to you know worry about them and give them 12 games but that's another conversation for another day but yeah I mean I don't really have any other Dylan Raddins was one of those other players and then and then my worst pick for the draft I would say have to be a tie between Mac Jones 
or internet. And I'm sorry if that's like piggybacking off of other people's reasoning, but one, I don't see Mac Jones even being like a top 15 quarterback. I think it's just because of how desperate teams are specifically this season for quarterbacks that his value is just skyrocketing because they're like, Oh, we need to find that next guy. We need to secure our spot. When if the smart, if they were smart, they don't reach on Mac Jones and they take one of those mid-round guys that nobody's talking about, like a Kellen Mond or a Felipe Franks. Like, there's so many other quarterbacks that can still be potentially great NFL quarterbacks, but these top five quarterbacks are, are overshadowing everything. And honestly, I think that's why all the media hype is pushing Mac Jones to be taken where he's supposed to be taken thus far. And so I don't like it. I don't even think it's – I think he is being used as the biggest smoke screen, maybe in the draft process history. Um, maybe I'll be proven wrong and he'll get taken at three. I don't buy it. I really mm-hmm. don't. I just don't mm-hmm. think it, it doesn't make sense. Why would Shanahan trade all those picks to replace Garoppolo with maybe a less gifted Garoppolo athlete athletic wise I, I just don't believe it I think it I would not be shocked if it's Fields or Lance personally um, I think it's a flip of a coin between them two I think Lance has the higher ceiling but I think Fields has the much higher floor so it's just really whatever your preference is there but yeah I mean, Mac Jones if he goes three I'll, I'll bite my tongue on it and I'll say that I was wrong um, but I will be very shocked if it's Mac Jones you will not be the only one I think everybody in this chat will be shocked if it's Mac Jones, there's no way, dude. There's I no don't way. mind y'all hating the Mac Jones pick because I said I didn't like it. And here's the problem: Rashad knows I don't like he it. I want a huge beef with Bama Twitter. I want listeners. Him. I want listeners to know if you're listening and you're a part of the Mac Jones hive that exists right now. The biggest thing for me, I can give you a name, Destin, if you want two names of them. Oh, I know I have, a bunch. You man. know, I have Twitter beef with two of them. Oh, I know. I know. There's a bunch of Mac Jones fans right now. But the biggest thing for me. And Michael hates when I say this, but to me, honestly, I think you are doing more harm to Mac Jones when you put these high expectations on a guy that it doesn't, that doesn't need it. And Michael doesn't like to think that way. He thinks that that's not a thing that should exist in players' minds. But it's the right, truth. Right, because I'm going to be disappointed that a team believes in me. and wants But that's not how it works. But if Mac Jones is selected at three, what are your expectations of a guy you're taking at three? What are your Hi. expectations? Your of expectations a guy being taken are at one, but that yeah, fr- franchise okay. cornerstone. Yeah. So then, but if you're taking a quarterback in round two, where I think Mac Jones should go, yep. What are your expectations of him now? To be the face of the franchise in the second round, really? Yeah, because Chicago don't have a quarterback. Well, I mean, so when the Colts, Chicago, so when but... the Colts selected Jacob Eason, the expectation. Right in round four because the Colts didn't have other options on is that he was, he's supposed to be the face of the franchise. No way. I've been thinking that I literally just said, I am down for Jacob Easton season. I literally just said that. Well, I'm here to tell you you're wrong. Um, But if a quarterback selected in round two, the expectations changed tremendously, especially now that the Niners have traded three first round picks. I don't think it's fair to Mac Jones. I don't think he is gifted enough athletically to warrant that trade up. And I feel like, 
now Niners fans will forever be disappointed in his play, no matter what he does, because he's going to be Garoppolo 2.0. You can make the argument they went to the Super Bowl with Garoppolo, but you can also make the argument they lost that Super Bowl because of the liabilities Garoppolo had. He'll probably be worse than Garoppolo. I think he's only be successful. I think for him to be successful, things around him have to be perfect. And it's too much scheming you have to do when you take someone that high. I shouldn't have to create ways for you to be successful. You should be making me look more successful. You know, I don't want to have to make you look successful. Like I don't want to have funny, to make you look great. See, I what's funny exactly with it what is that when you look for me, when I look at Mac Jones specifically, if I'm looking at – I don't like the pick of him at three to the Niners, but I like the fit of the team for him and the coaching and the weapons for him better with the Niners. I was just going to say – so I wanted to – I actually – one of the picks that I did really like that I just – that I'm surprised no one said to, though. Well, you did say it. Is I actually do, contrary to what everyone in here probably thinks and everyone who's listening thinks because they know that I'm not real high on him, I really like the Phillips pick only because the value of it. Uh, he worries me a lot, and but the value of where he's getting picked at in Buffalo and the system he'd go in, I love that pick. I still don't know if I'd be sold on him to the Colts. The concussions worry me, Destin. Me and you were talking about it today and the amount and the, the games that he played and how many he had. It scares me, man. I agree. It that scares it, me I, a lot with it. I agree that it's worried. I just want everyone to remember when they talk about the retirement that it was a forced retirement because of UCLA's mm-hmm. rules. Because I think that's something that's going around yep. the draft process that people forget that they think Phillips made the decision to retire. Because the biggest thing to me is that he was able to take a year off and he had a love for football and a drive for football so much that he trained during that year off, went to Miami and had a healthy season and was able to look more explosive than ever. And then his pro day showed that as well. I I just love the guy's fire. Um, It'll be worrisome if he has concussions in the NFL, for sure. Mm -hmm. Concussions aren't things you should mess with. Um, But if he's there at 21, he's one of the guys that if we don't trade back, I'd be okay with it. I mean, I all agree about the forced retirement, but like you were saying too, when we were talking about it is the reason it was forced is what did it, what did I say? Four, four concussions in 11 games. So, yeah, he needed to be forced to at least take time off. And we've all seen it. Me and Rashad talked about it before, too. We've, we've seen the fire to want to play, but what concussions can do in Indy with Austin Colley. Yeah, man. That's um, a great I mean, example right there. Not that, That's true. Uh, another thing that I, that I wanted to point out and going back to this debate a little bit over the – trading someone higher and how it's not fair to him. And I'll never understand that. Um, Look, there's two sides of me that talk when I talk draft, it's the scouting side. And then it's just from the player side of things. And I I don't know if Destin puts himself in the player's shoes. I don't care where I'm drafted. If I'm drafted at one or two fifty I'm going to play my ass off and I'm going to go and try and be the face of defense, offense, offensive line. I don't care that Prescott came in and in the market of Dallas, unexpectedly. But guess what? He took those keys. Not only did he have a successful rookie year, but he also worked his way up to be a better quarterback than I didn't think he would become. That is how I don't understand how Destin can say someone is wrong when someone hasn't even been drafted yet. That's my thing. Russell Wilson was not expected to start. I believe it was Matt, uh, Matt 
Flynn. Some, Matt Flynn or someone expected to start, but he came in and got that. And guess what? He went, I think, like six straight playoff runs in a Super Bowl, two Super Bowl appearances, if I'm mistaken. Sorry. My, my, that's, I mean, I'm just spitballing here. But so before, before you, uh, so like, let's go ahead and end this, Michael, just so you know. But I love that you use an example of Russell Wilson who succeeded because he was drafted later. Um, so other, that's all I have to say to your remark. I think you proved my point. <laughs> all right guys well hey i mean i'm glad you enjoyed some really good debates and trust me me and destin are not done we are going to start back up again monday also make sure to check out rashad and steven no horsing around i mean what an amazing name what an amazing duo don't forget marcus at culture shock uh the gift master of everything mason one of our writers one of our many talented writers guys make sure you're following all of them in one by one starting with destin i want you all to give your ads twitter handles yeah you guys can follow me and see all my work at, at destin underscore adams 14 on twitter rashad mcginnis <clears throat> no hustling around podcast member of the blue stable my at is king of coats y'all can't forget that k-i-n-g-o-f-c-o-l-t-s <laughs> You can find me, and my name is Marcus. Find me on all platforms at Culture Shock. Uh, I'll be on Twitter most of the time. If you want a gift, feel free to let me know, and I'll, I'll drop you one. Uh, my Twitter handle, guys, is Mace Roach 45 M-A-S-Roach, R-O-A-C-H 45. And my Instagram handle is mroach45. Feel free to follow me. I'm always open to talking more football with Colts fans. Yeah, you can find me at Stephen Burton 86 you can also, and they didn't do it, so I want to make sure you, you can find the No Horsing Around podcast at No Horsing. You can also find Michael and Destin at Powered Horses. So make sure you go follow the podcast too. So you need to do both of those. Hey, man. I mean, while we start this journey with you guys, a huge shout out to everyone that put a hand in building Blue Stable. I mean, everyone had so many ideas. Destin came up with our podcast name. I thought it was for NASCAR, but I couldn't think of anything better. So shout out to him for that. Steven, no horsing around. We don't horse around around here. All right. That's just one thing we don't do. Uh, And Rashad, our guy, Marcus. I love you, man. Uh, Mason, hey, man, we're excited to have everyone here. Be on the lookout for content. We will be having a schedule put out later in the week for our content scheduling releases. So, guys, thank you again. It is so – I'm so glad to be back with everyone. And also, guys, do not forget to visit thebluestable.com. Visit us. Check out the About Us. Check us out in – you know, all, all of us learn about us, get into the articles we just released by Lucas Robbins today. I mean, you can't miss it, guys. So, guys, once again, thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for following us. Thank you for tuning in, guys. We love it. We love you. And we will see you next week. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. 
hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.